Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is the Rich Eisen Show. From the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. They threw trash cans on the floor. Trash cans. Dusty Baker basically told everybody to move on, that everyone here kind of served their penance in a way. All right, move on. Nothing to see here. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, NFL draft analyst Matt Miller, host of TBS's Wipeout, John Cena. Coming up, actor Christopher Mintz Plot, co host of Peacock's Brother from Another, Michael Smith. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show. We are on the air here. Um, Matt Miller, John Cena have already been on this program um, talking about the NFL draft and Wipeout and also WrestleMania. And you can guess which one was which. Uh, I don't believe I talked about WrestleMania with Matt Miller. Um, unless, that's what we're, unless that's how we're referring to uh, the third overall pick of the draft right now and what the 49ers are grappling with on that front. Um, and uh, Christopher Mintz-Ploss is going to be joining us on this program, most known for his role in Superbad as the famed McLovin. Um, and uh, and he's in, a, he's in a, the exact polar opposite of that film right now, Promising Young Woman, um, that is uh, available to own on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital. That has been nominated for four Golden Globes, it was, and is, has been nominated for five Academy Awards, including Best Picture, director, original screenplay, and Carrie Mulligan uh, as best actress. She is phenomenal in this film. The Academy Awards coming up the um, Sunday before draft week. So that has been pushed back. Steven Soderbergh is producing it. So can't wait. I can't wait to see what his vision of the Oscars is going to be. That is going to be dynamite. Um, Michael Smith, whose show Brother from Another, along with Michael Holly, follows ours here on NBC Sports on Peacock. He'll join us in the end of the hour. The Masters, we are, we are um, in the midst of the first round, Chris Brockman. Uh, currently, as you and I are looking at each other, or you're not looking at me, you're looking well, down. I'm looking at, at the leaderboard. Yeah, I'm looking at the leaderboard. Jordan Spieth, who is coming off of the Valero uh, Texas oh, Open Valero. victory, um, is uh, just teed off. So we're excited to see how he, being uh, as uh, hot as he is on the course, if that can translate to this tournament. So, Chris, what do we have over there? Okay, Rich. Hideki Matsuyama, four under through 14. Here we go. Webb Simpson, also four under. Mark Leishman, four under. Those are your leaders right now at Augusta. A bunch of guys at three under. Patrick Reed is two under, former winner. Bubba Watson just buried 13. He's at one under. Some guys disappointing showing so far. Roy McElroy plus four. Mm. Through 11, he's an amen corner. Sergio Garcia, former winner, also at four over, as is Jason Day and Danny Willett, also a former winner. Wow, jeez. Lee Westwood, six over. Wow. Okay. So for those of you who, for some reason, after darn near seven years of us being on the air, that might be new here. Certainly if you're 
um, just getting Peacock. Maybe you're you're just getting it. Um, we've been here since August. Maybe you're just getting it because WrestleMania is on uh, this weekend, and you're getting prepared Smart to how move, to though. how to navigate this uh, fantastic app and streaming service, at, which you can also get desktop PeacockTV.com. If you are just new here, when Chris Brockman says a bunch of players are just one shot back, and it's just only three of them. <laughs> the reason why, and tell me if I'm wrong, Chris, please tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Tell me if I'm wrong. Please, you're just, I'm shooting everyone straight. You need to be honest back. The reason why you say that is because one of the names is somebody who you don't know, and his name is so difficult for you to pronounce that you just tried to gloss over it, and I refuse to allow you to do that. Oh. Rich, we've is known, that each, true we've known or each other false? a long time. True or false? We've known each other a long time. You saw right through my move. You saw right through it. Please tell us His who name is, is one shot back in the 2021 Masters as we are in hour three of this program, day one. Everybody's now I mean, out on the course or I've, in the clubhouse. Chris Brockman, you have now guy. run out of time. You must tell me. Ooh, who the trio one. of players just one shot back it's not like there's eight of them or ten of them nope, and you there's, can't take there's the three. time there's three. please chris yeah, go yeah. for it please so brian Harmon is in the clubhouse he's your clubhouse Club leader. leader how are you even neglect to mention there's a clubhouse leader that's just one shot back please he went 69 nice three under brian Harmon. paul yep. casey is through 10 he's also three under and who else who else is three under chris i mean he's from south africa i'll give you i'll give you help it's Christian, even though there's two A's, there's two A's. in the first name. It's yeah. not Christian or Christian. Yeah. It's Christian. Christian. Yes. Bezudenhout. <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea how to pronounce <laughs> Somebody should have said, God bless me. I mean, come on. Gesundheit. <laughs> so, great update. <laughs> Thanks. <I> mean. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's certain times when you see somebody trending and you're like i'll bite first of all mike tomlin's trending today why is something going on with the steelers did he get a contract extension did the steelers do something is there something going on no somebody put out a meme of four photographs of omar epps the actor and one of the photographs <laughs> is of mike tomlin i'll rain down my judgment and we'll move forward thank you <laughs> so there's that so I saved you the trouble of clicking on Mike Tomlin for any of you Steeler fans out there is concerned. Is he healthy? Is there something happened to him? What's going on? It's not because it's work. high on my damn agenda. I, so I just removed it for you. Don't worry about it. That's what we're here for. We're here to, you know, you navigate. All that. That's what they say. NBC Sports on Peacock has a live portal so we could pivot and okay. tell you about what's trending, what's talking about in real time. That's what we do. That's what we're here for. <laughs> saved you the trouble. Don't click on Mike Tomlin. Don't click on do, however, click on Jameis Winston. Do that because there is a video of Jameis Winston going through a workout that people find funny, I guess. And it's him in a pool using what does appear to be on either one of his hands what you would have on your hands if you are somebody who's helping uh, somebody box or spar, right? Like those are oh, the things yeah, yeah, that yeah. you hold on your hands that somebody takes a, 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 a glove and, you know, hits those sort of, I guess, flat, pieces of cardboard draped in leather or what have you. And he's moving them in sort of a swimming motion, not like the crawl swimming, but sort of like taking them out wide and pushing them together in the center. And I can only imagine the force of the 
water because he's in a pool. It looks like it's in a whirlpool. Look like he's in some sort of very large hot yeah, tub. It, it doesn't look easy. That looks like that's working on his arms and his pecs and his shoulders and I'm sure his traps. I mean, that is seems to be a hell of an exercise. But I, I don't understand why. What what? Why does a quarterback need to be doing this? No, no, no. I mean, he's working out. Why does a quarterback need to be working on his arm and his shoulder and his chest? No, this particular type of exercise. I can't imagine how difficult right. this must be. By the way, it is not a whirlpool. It's just a regular pool. It's just the motions of him making these arm movements are uh, are, are creating such a, a, a riptide that there you go. So that that's the latest on Jameis Winston, who, get ready, Saints fans. I know Anthony Mackey, the Falcon of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, he's excited about that. That's your starter for the New Orleans Saints. I don't think it's going to be Taysom Hill, and I know that the, the, the whole idea that he was the starter midseason was to give him some run, kick the tires on him a little bit. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be Taysom Hill. I think it's going to be number two in your program, new number one in your heart, New Orleans. And his eyesight's great. He's got the LASIK. That's true. He and he's got LASIK, that workout yeah. going with his arms and his back and his traps. And here we go. I cannot wait for the first Saints-Bucks game. I cannot wait for Jameis versus the Bucks. I mean, you know Sean Payton's going to push all the chips to the center of the table on that one. To the old fossil phrase, can't wait. But why? What, what's what? Is it because of the LASIK thing and the eating the W's and I think all he's of that trolling stuff? us at this point. He knows that anything he does, people are going to overanalyze and kind of make fun of eating W's, all but these weird workouts over the try years. That though. Try that on for size. Anybody who's making fun of him, you try that on for size. I cannot imagine. Water workouts are the toughest workouts yes, that are out there. There's not a single what tougher workout. What does that workout. have to do with playing quarterback and not throwing 30 interceptions? Yeah, but I... I <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I don't know if just seeing him working out means that he's not viewing tape and he's not going to be neck up ready for the season. If you I know? set a Jameis Winston pick total at 20, where are you at next year? Like 19 and a half. Is he in the 20s or is he not? Who, who's even the last Saints quarterback to throw 20 interceptions? Probably Drew Brees. No way. That's the most accurate throw. That guy threw, the guy threw a ball through a piece of bread <laughs> at our Super Bowl, Super Bowl 50, after I asked him not to because I liked the actual Rich Eisen show lacquered bread display. And he's like, do you want me to miss it? And then he <laughs> I mean, did. Yeah. And then we're like, throw it one more time. And right. he bullseyed it. Great. 2010, 22 interceptions. For Brees? Oh, wow. Yeah. Get out of here. Oof. And then he led the league in 2012 with 19. There we go. I mean, he I'll said, take the over. He said 18, 17, 22, Breeze? 19, 17. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow about yeah. that. I have some thoughts on Breeze. Dude, stop it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go jump in a pool. <laughs> go work out. In Toughest the pool. workout I ever had, ever. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Was in a pool, okay. Yeah. When uh, Gabby, Gabby Reese was work, Susie and Gabby Reese were working out on the regular, and I went to one of their workouts in a pool, and she put like a weighted vest on me oh and threw me in a deep end of the pool and said, "Go tread water." Get like literally, I thought, that. like, is my wife trying to kill me? <laughs> like, do I need to get more enhanced health insurance? Is this like a the worst Fargo moment in the history of my marriage? 
Like, what is happening? No thanks. Mm, uh huh. Yeah, that was insane. <laughs> so everybody making fun of Jameis. You can go I mean, pound sand. The funny thing is, half of these people I'm looking on Twitter making fun of Jameis. I'm looking at some of their avatars, and they don't look like they've done too Dude, much in terms know. of <laughs> doing <laughs> anything. I know it's your job, and they want to rip on a professional. Like I don't understand. I know it's your job to get caught up in that. It's like all the people that do the DAC when they say about the, his movement. Oh yeah, with his hip movement. Yeah. It's like what do you? Every do? quarterback what? does that. Exactly. By the way. Right. Exactly. By the way, nice video of Dak. Working out, throwing some balls yesterday was pretty good. good. Here we Looks go. Good. He's back. back. Here we go. Here TJ's we go. all excited. Look at TJ. You know, get ready it's, for it's this. Still, it's get still ready early. for this. Get ready for this. Um, my prediction: Come September, you're going to look at a certain town where Mo Green has no oh. plaque, signpost, or um, yeah. statue. Dak will be top five MVP. Ooh, I had those up. Odds. Hold on a second. I'll tell you right Dak now. Dak will be there. He's not there right now. I'll tell you right he now what he's at. He's going to be top five. Let's hope. In the same way that all the quarterbacks are getting pushed up to the top in the draft. Top five That's what's going to happen. All those people. All Rich, those nuts. Rich, here's a question now that you mentioned Dak that. Dak is seventh right now. That'll be top five easy. We're, we're talking all these quarterbacks going in the first round, but yet every year we see that no matter how many first-round quarterbacks get drafted, there's always someone later on who comes up a la Dak. So I'm sure like I'm throwing this at you right now, and you probably didn't even think about it, but are there other quarterbacks out there that we're overlooking like – you don't have to yeah, take. Yeah, who's the a, Russell Wilson? Who's the Dak? Yeah. I know, but you're not. You're not gonna. That that's such a that's a, a hard thing. thing. Right? Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. that's a dartboard. How yeah. many people have been chosen second, third, fourth, fifth round, and your team's like, oh, we just got the next Russell Wilson, <laughs> yeah, Dak Prescott. Yeah. Just watch. This guy's gonna be great. The Patriots have have ten of them in the Brady era, right? Yep. The only one who really worked out was Castle and Garoppolo. That's about it, right? Pretty much. I mean. One of them is the Cardinals head coach right now. That's true. That's another one. 844 <laughs> rich number to dial. Before we take a break and welcome in Christopher Mintz-Ploss um, and have a little bit of fun with him and then uh, Michael Smith at the end, I want to be fair and balanced, to use a, a news, if you will, phrase, and then, you know, to not lose that intensity, have the same intensity as Michael Irvin used to say. That, again, we came on the air yesterday, talked about how the accusations towards um, uh, Deshaun Watson. One of them is now an actual criminal case in the city of Houston with the police department there and how um, how the numbers just keep on racking up of the numbers of women against Deshaun Watson and the numbers of women who say that Deshaun Watson has never done anything untoward to them. And just the fact that there's 40, 22 on one side, 18 on another, and then there's a professional athlete who normally would only have one or two people in their entire careers work on their body that there's 40 of them that would even be out there. It's just so weird and and bizarre and frightening and concerning. So I'm going to sort of tap out on this because it just seems to be so much going on. He said, she said, and so much happening that I'm going to wait till we get something a little more concrete, if you will. But yesterday, having an actual criminal um, case opened and Nike saying we're not going to do business with Deshaun Watson for the moment, suspending him and beats by Dre doing the same thing caused me to just say I'm concerned for just seeing we're, we, we may not see Deshaun Watson play a lot of football this fall. So I want to mention this, the statement from Rusty Harden, the lawyer for Deshaun Watson. He put out this statement today. 
and I'll read it for everyone so you can hear this. We've said this before, and we want to say it again. Deshaun did not force, coerce, or intimidate anyone to do anything against their will. When we asked Mr. Busby to identify his clients weeks ago, he refused and told us to file a motion. Today, we filed that motion. As discussed in our filing, Mr. Busby's use of anonymous lawsuits violates Texas law and the basic concept of fairness. It is clear that for Mr. Busby, this case has never been about seeking justice in a courtroom but destroying Deshaun's reputation to enhance his own public profile and enrich himself real quick. Busby is the lawyer who is aggregating all the claims against Watson. The statement finishes out from Rusty Harden, Watson's lawyer. I understand that anonymity often is used as a shield for victims. Mr. Busby is using it as a sword. While shielding his clients from public scrutiny, Mr. Busby continues to use their anonymous allegations to destroy Mr. Watson. This is simply not right. And we look forward to resolving these matters in court. I have no idea when they're going to be in court. When are they going to be in court? They can be in court before September. Is the NFL going to have to make some sort of determination on Deshaun Watson? Could he start the season on the commissioner's exempt list? Is that possible? Is that what's going to happen? Or can this be cleared before that? If he settles and this quote-unquote goes away, that still leaves Watson open for suspension? More and more you think about it, Terod Taylor is going to be the, the opening, day, opening day starter for the, the Houston Texans, and we'll see Watson down the road, and his reputation will be somewhat tarnished unless this thing completely blows up and it's all false, and then we all have to sit here and do a mea culpa. But for the moment, I'm just going to basically leave it at that. When we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Christopher Mintz-Ploss will join us on this program. We'll have some fun, but a little celebrity true or false. Talk some masters. Michael Smith as well. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The Oscar-winning actress who played Mona Lisa Vito herself, Marissa Tomei, phoning into the Rich Eisen Show. Are you there, Marissa? Hey. How you, how you doing, Marissa? <laughs> Good. How you doing? I'm fine. So you just get dropped into the middle of the biggest sports story of the year. <laughs> What's this been like for you, Marissa? Uh, I, I get a kick out of it. So, so basically, your phone blows up saying you have no. That guess what? Bill Belichick just dropped Mona Lisa Vito in a press conference. <laughs> yeah, I kind of had to catch up on what was going on and the whole uh, balls gate or yes. the plate gate. <laughs> By the way, that should be the name. Balls gate is a great name of this whole thing. I'm on the phone. Kathy and I texted about it. We thought it was we thought it was pretty funny. Oh, we, yeah. we both got a kick out of it. 
Joe Pesci texted you about this? Well, yeah, I texted him. He texted me. You know, we sent requisite emojis. <laughs> <laughs> what Joe Pesci emojis? Is that that that? It might was be you the, know the cute one, the kiss, the blowing the kiss. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that might be the biggest breaking news of this whole thing is the Joe Pesci <laughs> emojis. So Marissa, seeing Bill Belichick play physics professor, can you can you I guess. Uh, critique his performance as a physics professor. Was it believable in your estimation? <laughs> I thought it was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty darn believable. I thought he, I thought he underrated himself, didn't you? I thought he went above and beyond. <laughs> well, I've, I've never heard of a football coach dropping physics knowledge like that. He would kick my ass in a physics test right now. I could tell you that. You know. I thought he could have maybe he could have maybe done it with the accent though. Like if there's activity in the ball relative to the rubbing process. <laughs> yes, you know he was talking about the Pretty football. Funny. Right, exactly. So, I love him. Oh, I love him. So let me <laughs> ask you this final question, Marissa. Yeah. Knowing this character, Mona Lisa Vito, as well as you do, clearly, you want an Oscar for this performance. You know this character inside and out. Do you think Mona Lisa Vito could? acquit Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Get them out of this mess the same way she did Vinny's cousin. That's a lot of pressure on, on Mona Lisa. Yeah. Do you think she could do that? I, I think she'd want she'd want to because, you know, who doesn't who doesn't love him? But um hmm. I don't know. Ultimately maybe you know, she's a New Yorker. Yeah. So uh, she's a Jet fan. <laughs> so so she, Mona Lisa Vito would leave Belichick hanging? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know. It depends how many other, how other cases are in the queue, perhaps. So. <laughs> but he was definitely, you know, dead on balls accurate, as, as she would say. As she would say. Still can't believe that our first ever guest <laughs> in the history of covering a Super Bowl was Marissa Tomei, but circumstances required it when Belichick it, dropped mean, that it, long it, back it really in the day. Really back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on this uh, this busy Thursday. It's the first round of the of the Masters. We're going to have a full week of baseball in the books. It's uh, spring. It's good times. And then, of course, the... With the crazy COVID mixed up world, we have the Oscars later on this month, uh, later on this month. Um, and one of the films that is nominated uh, for the Academy Awards five times over for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and also Best Actress for Carrie Mulligan, who is in Promising Young Woman, including a terrific cast uh, that uh, that features this man who's on my show right now on The Rich Eisen Show, the actor Christopher Mintz Plus. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. How's it going? Thanks uh, for having me. I'm good. How's how's uh, how's it how's it uh, to be involved with some Oscar buzz in a film with some Oscar buzz? That's got to be pretty cool. Yeah, that was a heck of a lead-in. And as you're saying all those categories, I was like, I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> I have nothing to do with that one. I don't know. I Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second, uh, Christopher. I'm assuming you took excellent direction. Correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, no, My sure. one day on set was incredible. Oh, uh, it was it was a delight to work with Carrie Mulligan. You know, my five minutes have nothing to do with why it's nominated, but it's a thrill. It is. It's really exciting to be a part of a really cool project. Excuse me. Did you not read your lines to perfection? That's uh, in the best original screenplay Oscar nominated. That is. Christopher. That is very kind of you, and I'm going to let them know, and I'm going to make it a choice to be at the Academy Awards this year. There you go. What? Who are you wearing this year, then, Christopher? I'm going to go a Rich Eisen t-shirt. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh. 
Now, we have, we have, we have hang plenty. on a second. There's a lot. That's true. We, we, we have inventory. We've got in it. Hang on a second. We have inventory. Wow, I really stirred something here. <laughs> well, no, I'm just trying to give away T-shirts. Uh, you know, I mean, this is going to be great. This will be wonderful. So you'll step up there and... But in all seriousness, that's uh, what was it like uh, to be, you know, in a, in this film? I know you mentioned it. What for folks who may not have seen it, that you you are in it for for a minute uh, or or five, but uh, your role in this film is just as integral as anybody else's. So uh, I give you the floor on what it is like to 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 have been in this film, Christopher. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's a really heavy and exciting movie to be a part of. If people aren't sure what it's about, you know, I think the. Uh, the short gist of it is a woman tries to take revenge on men who take advantage of drunk women. So she goes out and pretends to be drunk. And when the men take her home, she sobers up and tries to have just a normal conversation of like, why are you in this? And, you know, it's, it's a character I've never really played before, which was very intense to go to set. I'm used to, you know, getting laughter and all that. And I'm, I'm there kind of molesting a woman. It was very intense. But I think it's got a great message, and yeah, it's a really good project to be a part of. And it's, uh, again, available right now on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital, nearly all digital platforms to see um, this uh, Academy Award-nominated film multiple times over. Christopher Christopher Mintz-Ploss here on The Rich Eisen Show. So uh, you're from the mean streets of Woodland Hills, California, right, Christopher? Is that where you... Yes, sir, from L.A., but my dad is from Massachusetts, Woodster, uh, Webster, Massachusetts, so I grew up a Boston fan my whole life. Aha! Uh-huh. So you, you mm-hmm. Christopher Brockman meet Christopher Mintz Plus. Speaking my language. Okay, buddy. there you go. So, um, <laughs> so, so that puts you in in all the the Boston sports categories. Every last one of them. Or yeah, you- yeah. Sox, Patriots, Celtics. You know, we've had a good run, but things are happening with all three of those teams right now. So I'm not really certain about their future but i mean you can't complain we've won way too many championships in the past 20 years understood way to spike the football there so what was it like <laughs> to watch you uh to for you to watch tom brady do it for somebody else what about that i loved it man i'm a full-on i realized when that switch happened that i'm a massive tom brady fan you know i was i think i was 11 when i saw him win his first super bowl so i grew up watching him mm-hmm. so i was like go win it go win it elsewhere man i, I support him 100 percent so it wasn't sort of a fear of missing out. There was no FOMO of watching Tom do his thing. No, no. Someone. I felt like a Bucks fan the whole season, honestly. And, you know, with COVID and everything going on, it was a weird year, and Patriots had like six defensive guys sit out. So it kind of felt just like, all right, we'll take the year off and just go root for Tom. Okay, so now what do you think about what uh, Belichick and the team should do right now, having re-signed it Cam Newton? Good. What do you I mean, it feels like, you know, they filled a bunch of gaps that they needed. They didn't sign, like, any crazy superstar players, but they got a couple great tight ends. They got a bunch of their own defensive players coming back. So I feel like, you know, I feel like a wild card spot is in play. Well, I know you were offering to wear a Rich Eisen Show t-shirt to the Academy Awards that you may or may not truly actually be planning on attending. Um, (laughs) But uh, this is, I do believe, your first rodeo of calling into the show, appearing on this program, and I'm I'm pleased to, to have you here. Uh, we have a, sh- a segment called Higher Register, where you have to go, where, where when you speak in Higher Register, that means you have to go Higher Register to believe what you're saying. You do realize you went Higher Register when I asked you how the Patriots look, and you said they look good. You went Higher Register. You went, oh, they look good. Like you, well, yeah, actually- they look good. They look good. <laughs> exactly. They That's look good. So- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do. They look good. 
There you go. There we go. There, there we go. go. That's there what I'm go. saying. He said it with his chest. That's what <laughs> they, I'm they saying. Look good. They're not going to be. I, you know, they don't look great. What can I say? But you got to believe Belichick knows what he's doing, and he and he he signed a bunch of solid role players. Okay. Uh, have you ever in your in your endeavors come across a Patriot player or Red Sox player, anybody like that who has seen your work and you have compared notes in any way, shape, or form? Has that happened? Yeah, I've been very lucky to go back to Boston a bunch of times. I you know I've had dinner with Rondo back in peak Rondo championship Celtics era. Okay. Same with Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. Um, I've partied with Gronkowski, and his hands are freaking massive. Um, okay. And he had a few women with him as well. Um, Okay. And I met Mookie Betts when he was a Red Sox, which I think is one of the most brutal moves in Red Sox history was letting that guy go, for sure. Well, and I'm sure yeah. you growing up here in Los Angeles, you have a lot of Dodger friends who are probably giving you crap for thanks for Mookie Betts, right? I'm sure that's Yeah, right yeah, now. and I think I'm too good of a friend. Well, it's like, well, if he's going to go anywhere, I'm glad he went to my best friend's team so they get to watch him. But it stings. It stings, for sure. So, you know, so it's been a while since you've hung with Paul Pierce because I didn't see you in his Instagram Live video that made the rounds, Christopher. <laughs> I didn't get the invite. I was really <laughs> bummed about that one. You're not in his poker group? Is that what you're saying? I, or I guess not. I got to find a way to get in there, though. It looks like a <laughs> grand old time for sure. <laughs> We're on that list as well. Un- I'm also unemployed right now, so I have no job <laughs> to lose like he did. <laughs> okay, so you, you, you only live once, though, right? So you got to YOLO and see if we can get you into Paul Pierce's uh, circle, inner, outer, Dude. or whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to be there, Rich, I'm in. I don't know. Um, I do have multiple jobs and a wife uh, and children, fair. so I don't fair, know. Fair, fair. You know, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think. Uh, to be totally honest with you, but he I'll did go for the both of us. But here, here's my one in here. He said that he loves Shabbat, so I've got that going for me. Uh, being a, a fellow Jewish lover of Shabbat, um, yeah, maybe I can tell do her that. the Shabbat. Tell your wife the Shabbat's going from 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. <laughs> like a normal, <laughs> it's normal, totally normal Shabbat dinner time. <laughs> I got to take notes on this. These are great things to write down. I got uh, Christopher Mintz-Ploss here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, I, I do have a couple of questions about your, your previous work, um, and we have, yeah. so, we have a segment here called Celebrity True or False, where we take some items from the internet, which we know can be a little bit dicey, and, and ask, uh, ask you if you can give us uh, the, the high or, or nay sign on, on whether something's true or false. Would you mind okay. going down that road? Okay, Mike Del Tupo, hit it. A little production value right here. Celebrity, true or false? You can't handle the truth. All right, very good, right there. So that's uh, set up for Christopher Mintz-Ploss, true or false. Um, did you like our, our our production value setup right there, Christopher? Loved it. It got me amped. Okay, I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay. Thank you for playing along with this. All right, first up here, Don Bowie, if you wouldn't mind uh, putting it up right here, your first scene in the movie Superbad, your film debut, was improvised. The scene in the cooking class at school was totally improvised. Is that true? Is that true or false? Your first line, your first scene. Oh, that is uh, that is improvised. It is. Yeah. Okay. Because you. Yeah. 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 You see. So your first line, what up, gangsters, was totally improvised. <laughs> oh, uh, what up, gangsters might not have been, but the chicka chicka yeah that comes right after was was just top-notch improvisation. Okay. Who could think of such a brilliant line such as chicka chicka yeah? Where did that come from, Christopher? Uh, just being a fool, just being 17 years old and being a fool. Okay. And so was there, was there, how did you get involved with the film to begin with? 
How did that happen? Uh, they were looking, they had auditioned a bunch of um, legitimate actors at the time, because at the time I was in high school and hadn't pursued the career just yet, uh, but they couldn't find anyone, so they emailed a bunch of drama departments throughout LAUSD, mm-hmm. and me and my buddies heard about it, because we are in drama class, and we both just went out, and uh, you know, I, I went in and, and did a great job, apparently. Was, was Rogan there, Seth Rogan there? Was everybody involved in that? He was in the third callback. Uh, okay. I went in once just for the casting director. I went in another time for the director. And then the third time I went in, it was with everyone. And I genuinely didn't think I was going to get the part. So I brought the script in, had everybody sign it. And I walked out and I was like, oh, that, that was a nice little experience. And then little, little do I know, it changed my whole life. Where does that, where does that signed script now? It's at my parents' place, actually. They still got it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, awesome. I, yeah. mean, I mean, that, that's got to... I mean, that's got to get you into a Paul Pierce poker event, at least. I mean, yeah, if, if I mean, things go south for my career, I could sell that for a few hundred bucks or something. So you got that going for you as a backstop. Yeah. All right, second one. Uh, because you were only 17 at the time, you were the youngest main cast member, your mom had to be on set for all your scenes, including your sex scene in the movie. Is that a true story? She did not have to be there for every scene, but she 100% had to be there for the sex scene. Absolutely. Uh-oh. Okay, so um, was that, that had to be weird. I mean, I guess that's the way I have to phrase the, the, the question to you yeah, on that, Chris. Yeah, it's definitely uncomfortable when you're, you know, at the time I was actually a virgin, so I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I was very nervous, very scared, and then I look over at Video Village and my mom is eating like a handful of popcorn talking to the producers. <laughs> like, this is very... Very surreal. Very, very surreal. <laughs> so she was casual about it, is what you're saying? Yeah, she was having the time of her life. Yeah. Absolutely. So she's chowing in a little bit of craft services in the video village and you're and you're yeah. and you're sweating it out. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. She really she, she won that day for <laughs> sure. Amazing. I don't know. I think you won the day too, deep down. We just put it all together. <laughs> uh so for also for the movie Kick Ass, which I've seen with my children, they love it. Uh, you were required to drive stick shift, and after the movie, you completely forgot how to do it. Is that true? Absolutely. Very true. I did not know how to, how to drive it prior to the movie. Uh-huh. I had to learn. The car costed $200,000, uh, and I thought I was going to crash it and owe my whole paycheck. And then afterwards, I completely forgot as well. So wait a minute. So if you blew out the transmission because you didn't know how to drive stick, which, by the way, I don't either, um, it would have come out? They would have garnished your wages if you had blown out the transmission on all that? Is that true? I don't think so, but that's what the director would threaten me with. (laughs) (laughs) And once again, I was 20 years old, so it was very impressionable. So I, you know, I I believed them. I did my job. Okay. And and, uh, last one for you. I'll just uh, audible this one. Uh, Are you fine? Are you cool with the fact that uh, Dan Patrick uh, has a Danette, uh, Andrew Perloff, go by McLovin? Are you fine with that, or 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 do you have an issue certainly with uh, Andrew's takes on sports to be associated with him in any way, shape, or form. Well, so I've never actually seen or heard the show. I'm okay. very flattered they have a character. I think that's really cool. Uh, but I guess I should ask you guys, is he doing some ridiculous takes? Should I not want to be associated well, with Well, here's the thing. is He is just a dynamite human, okay? let's We start, we start with the basic facts that on planet Earth he is a, a force of good, not evil. Love it. He is, he is a family man. He is a professional, a lead pipe-wielding professional. But his sports takes are some of the worst takes I have ever heard. 
and, Can you and, give me one? Can you give me one take? Oh, sure. You know, like just I, he's had just a couple just in the last really in, in the last few days. Just recently, <laughs> he called. Uh, he wondered if if Otani of the Angels was was like the uh, the Taysom Hill of baseball, and you know, as we know, Taysom Hill, we've seen people throw and pass and run like Otani's a unicorn. So that was yeah. that was kind of a. I just literally just scratched my head on that one. Right. He, so this, it sounds like a shtick. It sounds like he knows exactly what he's saying. He knows it's outrageous. I think it's 50-50. I think it's 50-50. I think he really yeah. believes this. They have a segment called Against the Grain because everything he says is kind of like against the grain of what normal people would think about sports, Christopher. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got I to gotta get rid of that McLovin name over there, man. He's <laughs> also hardcore Philadelphia, too, so that kind of oh, has boy. something to do with uh, Do you really well. think so? I don't know. Yeah. You know? Do we have another one Eagles, right here? Maybe Sixers, if I got one in the shoot. You're basically saying that, that Sam Dar- Sam, if Sam Darnold succeeds with Carolina, then it just shows you that the Jets didn't do right by him. And it's just like, yeah, I, I, I get that. You know what yeah. I mean? See what I'm saying, yeah, Christopher? I mean, the Jets have been in shambles, though. Like, that's, that's just been known. Yeah, that's a weird oh, one. Oh, my God. I just went to that way with a Patriot fan. I just kind of just walked <laughs> right, <laughs> right in. I just walked right into that. Hey, Christopher, congrats, hey. congrats on everything with Promising Young Woman. Uh, again, everyone should go see it. Um, and um, and let's do this more often here on this show. I appreciate it, guys. I'm a, I'm a big fan. It's awesome to come on. Thank you for having Thank me. You. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. And are you a size large on a T-shirt? Is that what it is? I'm a medium. I would please send me everything you got. You're a medium? My yeah. God, God bless you. Eating right? Get okay. ready for a gigantic care package <laughs> from us. <laughs> Have you seen any of my movies? Because I, I, I look like I'm 90 pounds in all of them. I know that. I know that. But you're, you're now a 31-year-old man. So Yeah, yeah. The metabolism's slowing out a little bit. I'm up to 100 pounds God now. God bless you. God <laughs> bless you. All right, Christopher, thanks for the call. Really appreciate it. You'd be well. Appreciate it, guys. You Thank it. you very much. It's Christopher <laughs> Mintzplos right here on The Rich Eisen Show. All right, so uh, make sure Paul Paps knows that I just provided a little bit of content for, for tomorrow's tomorrow, Dan Patrick yeah. show yeah. that yeah. precedes ours every day here on NBC Sports on Peacock. I thought he's been on their show. I could have sworn that they had, like, the real McLovin I on I guess their not. show. I guess not, not. Never? That's kind of weird. So how I did... Have, I, would have, I would have guessed that in a million ways. So how did Perloff just become McLovin? I think he just... I don't know if he... He looks that like way, him, or he's know. smart, or what have you. I don't. I don't know. He looks a little like him, taller version. That's what his nick. His yeah. nickname's been McLovin since. I mean, it's, I mean, Superbad came out in two thousand seven. Some of his takes, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Some of his ta- Oh, look at that! Very hey, good. Hey, hey, there we go. Guy. Look at that. Look at that baby face up Are there. Are you an organ donor? Uh, yes, I am. So good. Yeah, so good matches. There you go. Great, great way to look at me as a twelve-year-old and ask me, you know, like that's no, my bar mitzvah the, photograph. That's the joke I never thought in the movie. Sm- I know that's the. I know. I, I know the you joke know that. That's why All right. Oh, 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 look at Brockman, oh, McShady, McShady. Oh, look at Brockman. I will take that. Can you send me that? That's amazing. That's my freshman year of high school picture. Is that right? My gosh. Uh oh. I'm, I'm I think actually, there's I'm more scared. coming. I'm, I'm scared. Is there a baby picture of you somewhere? I got a lot of good old pictures. I don't know if we have use. them. I don't know, but clear, there, there we go. go. Hey, high school. Billy Mick Joel. DJ. I mean, look at that DJ. Term. 
That's Dude, a perm. Look at, that's a jerry curl. Oh, Dude, perm. Billy Joel. Did I you use activator on Dion your head? and I had like an hour conversation about the stuff I used to use. Mike, Stay soft, bro. So glow. Do we have a no. McTJ? Mike looks like one of the dudes that hung out with Travolta in Saturday Night Live I, in that I, picture. I was like, hey. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God. TJ. That is amazing. Where do we get that oh. one from? For me. <laughs> Look at that. By the way, fantastic. Out of all the pictures, yeah, that looks like the current version. TJ, you haven't aged a day. I hear him. You part just vampire. have facial hair. Yeah. yeah. Two Del Tufo looks pretty much pretty much the same. same. All right. I still have. I've been accused of having a baby face. Baby. And uh, McShady. McShady. I mean, what a. I mean, looks like uh, you know. That was a picture my mom tweeted out. Look at That's that. Like Tom Brady at one ninety nine at the combine. Know. Look at that. Freshman year of high school, baby. Look at that grill. I mean, Look at that. You were losing it already there. Yeah, was it were you going? losing it freshman year of high school? That's possible. Dude, are you serious? <laughs> nah, it was more like my senior year. They. The we, opponents in the stands would chant, "Don't let the bald guy shoot." What? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he broke the exit sign. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like coming over giving you a hug. That was my senior in high school. Bad, they were Chris. screaming from the stands in high school. Yeah, don't let the ball so, go shoot. Now, because you had already shaved your head? or well, you it was were... always, it was bu- every basketball season, I would just, I would buzz it. And then. Yeah, it was so, pretty thin. referring you as the BG. Pretty thin back right? then. Right? Yeah. That's something, but hey, they didn't want you to shoot, did yeah. they? No, because it was going in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. <laughs> we'll take a break. Michael Smith coming up. Brother from another. Help us take us to his show. <laughs> going in. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Rich Eisen Show. What do you want Drew Brees to do? Well, we went and we did that piece at Booty and Bread Factory. Right. They made this great Rich Eisen Show logo. All right, made out of bread. They lacquered it. And Rockman everything. and I hold it, and we see if Drew can break it with a football. <laughs> a little toss. <laughs> is it like, like French bread? I mean, uh, uh, it's a sourdough kind of base. Long. This okay. is one of the most accurate throwers. 
in National Football League There's history, a and I play. like that. I, I mean, it's... Are you checking that on the flight home? No. <laughs> no. So it's, and yeah, it's no not problem. edible either, right? It's not edible. What about, what about, though, taking one of the football breads... And going and throwing Let's make it him run out for a pass and see if he can catch the, the bread, the football yes. bread. Okay, so yes. we do that, and then and then this gets preserved. We don't have to break yeah. that thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> see? Or if he catches it, yes. then I get an attempt an at the rich eyes okay. and the red side. This. This you're showing off your leadership oh, wow. skills, is that? Drew. You're yeah. showing off your leadership well, skills. Somebody's got to right take control here. Let's okay. go. <laughs> Come on. You gotta lick your head. You gotta lick your hands. You can't lick your all right, fingers. All right, so bread roll first here, right? You gotta run out for a pass. This is um, wow. This has some. Uh, we got some lights. We have some you know, lights. You know what though? I, I, the laces are protruding nicely. You see? The, okay. You see that? You see how that's just kind of well, it's, layered? They're going this way. They, they, it's yeah. booting, booting bakeries. You gotta is run a real route. Filled, is this filled with chocolate? Well, we want, we want like a seven yard. Well, yeah, yeah. So just uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll just kind of pop them all here. Yep. There we go. Perfect. We'll post. You made that look easy. No! <laughs> All right, let's do All it. Right, so, Can we get that? Oh, no. This is terrible. Oh, this is dumb. Oh, oh, I like this. I do too, Rich. So what am I, what am I doing? Do you want to go over here? Hold it down. You here. hold it? I don't want it, though. Come on, Drew. Just finally miss somebody. Miss a target for a change. Okay. I can't even watch. Right? No, no, no. You're too competitive to do that. Here we go. Oh, yes! The best! No! The bread lives another day. I thought he was taller. No, Here you go. I, I only get one chance. That's it. I love it. Edit one more time. One more time. Here we go. No! No! Thanks for coming on. It would be nice to have the piece of bread here right now, wouldn't you think? I don't know what I happened to I tried to it. eat a piece well, of the bread. We put it back together for this photograph and then the left picture. it all up there. Yeah, we left it there. Look at that, man. He I mean, dead. dead. He, it's like right in the middle. Yeah. Like, I would, ra- like hey. I would rather have him hit that there because my whole body logo is preserved and you, you could tell what the name of the show is, too. Great shot. And it's perfect. He's a leader. <laughs> 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. We always like talking to everybody every day, and we will be uh, taking you to Brothers from Another. Michael Smith is on that program with Michael Holly. How are you, Michael Smith? What's up, what up sir? Doug? How are you? What's going on, fellas? Oh, we're well, just, funny. Hey, we're just looking at the Masters leaderboard, wondering what's going on in, uh, in the NFL draft. That's three weeks from tonight. Uh, obviously, the NBA has its, uh, has its drama as well. What's on your... What is on your uh, docket today? Have I ever told you, Rich, Okay. how much I love, excuse me, how much I live for the NFL draft? Okay. No, you've not. You've not. I would take the Pepsi challenge with anybody, <laughs> in media or otherwise, okay. in terms of their affection for the NFL draft. You know, I'm in a sharing mood right now. I'm just going to go ahead and be vulnerable. Like, you know, mm. I... Um, <laughs> I've spent uh, an inordinate amount of time uh, in my life. Not so much now. I've got responsibilities and kids and whatnot. Sure. But, uh, in franchise mode, in Madden. <laughs> and the reason yes. is just to get to the draft. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was a young reporter at the Boston Globe, the 
biggest moment for me was when I got the privilege and the honor of doing the Sunday Notes column, which was just like all copy. Oh, no sure. graphics, just copy. Oh, sure. Made famous by Peter Gammons and, and uh, so Peter Gammons did baseball, but uh, well, Will McDonough did football. Will McDonough. So McDonough. So Absolutely. Um, no question. And so that was the big deal. When I got to ESPN, I mean, I would just never forget, you know, 2005 and 6 and 7 and 8 when I really became, you know, one of the main parts of the draft coverage. Like, that was like my career apex, bro. Like, I freaking love the draft. I live, like, mock draft, give me mock drafts all day long. Like, I just, I get so, I'm into the minutiae of the draft, dude. Like, every little nugget, I just, Oh my God! Like I'm, 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 I'm getting tingly right now. I like, love you know, it. I, I'm the same way, it, Michael. Like, I'm the same way about it as you. Being a Jeff Jet fan, growing up, uh, I wish it didn't mean as much. Well, here's the, what, well, well, Rich, because the Jets always had to have a high pick or whatever their pick, and well, then Rich, people, it was. You're the perfect person for me to be expressing this to. I contend that the draft is the greatest event in sports. Here's why, and we that's coming off of March Madness. Here's why. There is no other event where hope springs eternal for all teams involved. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's a winner. You know what I mean? Like, everybody gets excited. Everybody's involved. Very yes. early in the season, you realize, okay, my team ain't got no shot. We're, we're terrible. But not in April. In April is that time for all the teams and all the franchises and all the markets to get excited in a way that and energized, in a way that really no other sport or no other event really does. Yes. Yes. And the Jets are the biggest example because you know they probably won't get traded before they first, their second contract. Uh, anyway. <laughs> no, and because and, and, I've thought a lot about it. Um, 2005 was my first year hosting the draft for NFL Network. Uh, 2006 was my first draft where I was actually in Radio City Music Hall at the, mm-hmm. at the draft. And I remember just looking around Radio City Music Hall, um, you know, growing up in New York City, and here I am. Uh, hosting a draft and the dean of hosting the draft, Chris Berman, is across yep. the way, you know, and it was really moving. And it was also a big moment for everybody at NFL Network that we were covering such a major event. And one of the reasons why it, it is so successful and it is so exciting is not just of you pointing out about hope springing eternal, but it's also, you know, college football is extremely popular. Yep. So somebody you're you're familiar with fifth and sixth round draft choices. They're big yeah. men on campus that are now fifth and sixth round draft choices. We're familiar with fifth and sixth round draft choices turning into major stars. The fact that Tom Brady is who he is comes from the fact that he was a sixth round draft choice. It just it just lends to it anything's possible aspect of it. And you know, and in the same way in the NBA, you have no idea who many of these second round draft choices are. Certainly, if you're putting all your hopes into some polysyllabic no, Slovakian that's just, you know, that just dominated the Adriatic League, and you're like, I've never heard of this person, let alone yeah. seen them play. So you put it all together, and it is, you know, it is dynamite. And I, I can't wait, you know, certainly since last year was all virtual. And it is also the only event in sports, Michael, where the, the, the decision makers are not physically present. It's weird, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. everything that's big and it's going down, the, the decision makers are physically there and the draft, they're actually somewhere else. It's, is that, of all the things you've ever done, not, not to put you on the spot, and I hope this, nobody else takes it personally if, if this is the answer, of all the right. things you've ever done career-wise, is the draft the most fun thing that you do? Well, it's the most, it's the most challenging. 
Nothing comes yeah. close because there's so much happening that you think that you, certainly when it first started, it was 15 minutes in between picks that it was t- took so long. It, it feels like 15 seconds. Then you also have to know who's on the clock next and what trade just happened and whether this was the fourth pick that used to belong to another team. Like to me, my job is to keep things moving, make you want to watch something for 12, 15 hours and not click it off because you're sick and tired of everyone's voices and to keep everyone understanding Yo. what's going on in, 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 in on your screen and not just basically say that's a terrible like one thing that NFL network we don't like to do is we don't like to be the holy roman emperors like thumbs down throw that pick to the lions or right. thumbs up like that was incredible that you've just won the battle well you have no idea what this person's going to do we just want to leave you with a sense of whether the pick was right or uh for the team or not and then if not you know the kid could turn into something special that's the way we roll you know well, you're my boy and I, obviously and i'm not be you know with colleagues again and i'm not you know being biased just the, the work you do on the draft is incredible. And one, one, of the, one of the best things, I'm old enough to go back to, you know, when the draft was Saturday and Sunday and yes. I was watching all day long. One of the best things that's happened in recent memory, along with the draft hitting the road, before that, before that was, and it feels like it's been forever, but it's not that long ago that NFL Network got in the mix when it comes to broadcasting the draft. No, I, And it's been really great to have, the variety of voices, an alternative and coverage, uh, an approach that you just laid out. I mean, I've done a lot of cool things in my career, man, but, like, honestly, I don't, and I don't have much envy of anybody. <laughs> but the job you do, Thank and you. that for so long, you know, Trey Wingo, obviously Chris Berman did, like, that gig right there, man, bro, I love to, I love to be in that chair. Not to say I can do it the way you do it, but, I mean, that's just, I just get so excited about it, man. And, like, the next three weeks, it's my favorite time of year. Like I had my, my first two kids are both born in May strategically. <laughs> like, I was, like I didn't have my, I was like, no, we, we can't, I cannot, you cannot deliver no babies before the draft. Like well, what happened? I look, you know? s- send, send my best to uh, your, your first round draft choices in that respect. Um, and, <laughs> uh, I'd love to, you know, I know your, your, your show's about to start, so I got to send you in that direction. I'd love to, uh, pay it, if you will, forward back. However, because you and Michael always come on my show once a week, I'd I'd love to come on, brother, from another and talk about the draft leading in. Bro, I'd you got an open invitation anytime. Like we just we right now, we just about to go through some of these rumors and these mock drafts. And, okay, you know, so yeah, anytime. Of course, we bless our show anytime, man. And, and offline, let's just talk. Let's just chop it up about your favorite draft stories. Done. We'll do that. Thanks for the call, Michael. We'll see you, on brother, you. from another. You got That'd it. Be good, guys. There you go. That's right, Michael well. Smith here, and I, you know, I had no idea what we we're going to talk about. I greatly love uh, cool. his love of the draft. That was a great conversation yeah. right there. And yeah. anything to help me remind everybody that I'll be hosting the draft for a seventeenth year. Congratulations, uh, that's a big for honor. NFL Network. Well done. Thank you. Closing in on twenty years of doing <laughs> that job. Um, on the air, on TV. Right. So, yeah. Just want to point that out. Uh, thank you to Matt Miller, John Cena, Christopher Mintz-Ploss, and Michael Smith. We'll see you on Friday's show on The Rich Eisen Show. We'll take you to Brother from Another in a moment.